BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Pull up a chair, turn up your headphones, stretch, go for a walk, clean the kitchen, or just sit in your car and enjoy the newest episode of Right Now. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thanks for joining us. This week, we're taking you into the world of a well-known ghostwriter who's worked with some of the biggest names in hip-hop and R&B. She's one of the most known unknown artist out here and now she's stepping into the limelight as a performer in her own right she is jane hancock jane hancock is a songwriter and singer out of richmond california that's where she grew up with the community programs nurtured her and a church choir sharpened her skills. I love the Bay period, but just to hear people say Richmond, California, it warms my heart. I feel like we get overlooked a little bit, so I really want to put that to forefront. And in a lot of ways, the city's story of fighting for proper recognition parallels Jane's tale. I invite you to turn up the volume and enjoy the story of an East Bay songwriter and musician on the rise. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. I want to get into the, the, the ghost writing, the behind the scenes stuff. When I think about you and that work, we were on a, a clubhouse chat a couple of months ago and you came into a room and Mr. Fab stopped everything. And he was like, this is the, the most known unknown pin in the game. Like, how, how does it feel to have that type of recognition? I, I'm just I'm just so regular. I'm from Richmond, California. I'm 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 what a Richmond girl is. Chilling. I like to hang with my friends. I think it's a bit more overwhelming, you know, now because 
you know, I'm sitting in another seat. So I'm I'm excited, but I've always been able to just live regular life for the longest, you know, while collecting my little checks and, you know, chilling in peace. So, it, you know, I'm, I look forward to see this next chapter. I mean, you're on the humble with it, but what, like I've read some of the names that you've worked with, but I want to hear it from yourself because, you know, can't believe everything on the Internet. So, so who are some of the artists that you've written for? Kelly Rowland, Rick Ross, Big Crit, Waka Flocka, Jazzy Faye, Teddy Riley, Tyrese. A lot of people, you know, talk about my pen, and I'm honored for that. But I've, I've, I've been singing since I was three, and you know, my voice has always been just something that I've studied and honed for years. I went to arts high school, shout out OSA, Oakland School for the Arts. Singing was always my first joy and now rapping. So that is something that is an honor to have people just see me for more than just my pen. Let's get into it. You're pivoting from ghostwriting for others to stepping into the limelight with your own musical projects. What do you have in the works? Working on my first album. I'm so excited. I don't have a date or anything like that right now. I'm just, um, I have the freedom and liberation to just really get it exactly how I want it. So I think it's going to be a treat. I never cared about the vanity of things. Now I'm just like, okay, if people are actually paying attention, let me have a message. Let me really come with something that's for real. I always tell everybody I'm on assignment. Her songs embody a duality. Like she goes from these sultry melodies about vulnerability and talking to God for support to these feel-good songs about owning your confidence and cruising with the homies. You know, just vibing. It's the full range of being human. You know, I want to be proud of everything I do. So everything that comes out of my mouth, I got to be accounted for. So I'm being very, very intentional with my message. And on top of your solo album, you told me that you're also working with the legendary Snoop Dogg on another project. What's that been like? Snoop is exactly who we all think he is. <laughs> Snoop is exactly, I and mean, he's just one of the coolest guys ever to really work with. He just gives me the um, freedom just to do me, and I love that. So we've been cooking up, and it's definitely just the beginning of a lot. Congratulations. I've been making that pivot now. I'm like, I feel like I've had a, a front row seat to seeing this blossom that's occurring. Like, literally, I've been to three shows this year, and you've performed at two of them. And so it's been dope to see you, you know, on stage performing and also after like following your music, it's great to see you in, in, in concert. Your performance style is like, it's like, it's soulful, it's fun. It, and you always seem to be carrying a hair comb on stage with you. What's the deal with the comb? Again, I'm from Richmond. I just be want to make sure my hair looking cute on stage. <laughs> I used to look at, you know, people's pictures. I'm like, oh, I'm not using that one because my hair did look cool. I, I had a few strands that was out of whack. So now I'm just like, shit, let me just go on, on stage with my comb, with my brush, whatever, just to make sure I'm looking cute, saying what I gotta say. It creates this aesthetic of like this homegirl, 
Like, I don't even know you like that, but you homegirl on stage, you know? <laughs> Thank you. What's it like working with Grand National? You for sure not in the background when it comes to working with that group. Your vocals are featured on songs like Dangerous, Fences, and Wait a Minute. I looked up in the mirror, I was whole, yeah, yeah. Ain't no trophy for doing what you supposed to. And everything I Grand National, it's home for me. No matter where I go, no matter um, what I do, I'm bringing either home with me or I'm coming home. I live in LA officially now. I can, I can say officially, I just signed a lease, but I'm up here twice a month. Come to my mama house, I get to hang with them. And Grand National, our sessions are never just like work. It's always like, I'm hanging, I'm chilling. So, you know, even like today, um, I called my guys and I told them just pull up and they did. You know, I, I, I keep my guys very, very close to me because it's a lot that I'm getting exposed to and a lot that I'm doing, but I got to keep my family near. The work, the work that y'all have done and put out with Grand National, there's a couple of tracks I wanted to ask you about. It's, it's called Need Me and Me is the name of the track. What was the, your thinking in, in writing that piece? A lot of the songs that I do is just me having conversations with my homeboys or my homegirls. And, you know, it was like a funny thing that I said, but I said, wow, it's so true. I really do need me a me. It's hard to walk alone on this road. I don't even think I brought my phone. I'm looking for the one who sees. I just like to give people a look and they understand what I'm saying. When I'm not, you know, singing and writing. So I need that. I need somebody who just understands, you know. I relate to that song. Like I walk around the house cleaning, singing it. That's that's my joint. It's that and it's the the shot at interlude. What was happening with that vibe? How did that come about? I always do these demos to where I don't really say words. I just sing the melody of what I've, I'm, I'm hearing. And they were like, nah, we keeping that. I'm like, we keeping that? Y'all don't want me to write no words to it? They're like, nah, -uh, that, that shit is smooth. one of those tracks that comes on uh it's on the playlist and it pops up and I, I look up in my hand i got a glass of wine i don't even remember pouring it it's like oh, okay i guess it's that time then it's that time of the evening it's literally the glass of wine that didn't know it got ordered what role did richmond play in creating you as a person and as an artist richmond I think is my joy and my pain. Honestly, I, I cried a lot in Richmond, laughed a lot. I grew up, literally, I lived at my granny house for majority of my childhood. I was just always in arts programs. And, you know, I grew up in St. John in Richmond, which is a huge church in Richmond. I started singing in church, in the children's choir. That really honed my artistic skills and I always kept that with me. So as a young woman from Richmond, now working with the likes of Snoop, what's what's the future for you? 
Wow. He asked me not too long ago, like, what do you want to be? You know, like, what do you want out of this? I told him, I said, I want to be like Aretha of my generation. And he was like, you determine that little lady. That line, it goes with me everywhere. I think one of my biggest goals is if I can't bring it back home, like Snoop is bringing it back to LA and Long Beach, I didn't do my job. It's cool to be on and, and looked at and everybody, you know, oh, that's Jane. But if I don't bring it back for the kids and, you know, the ones that's gonna be after me, I didn't do my job, you know? So that's why I say I'm really on assignment. Jane, on assignment, on a mission, on the rise. Hey, here's to you. Best of luck with all that you've got brewing. I'm looking forward to hearing more music and seeing more performances. You all can find her work on just about any music platform under Jane Hancock. And you can get updates on all that she's got going by following her on Instagram at Miss Jane Hancock. The producers of this episode are Marisol Medina Cadena and Gary Baca. Our editor is Jessica Plachik. Our engineer is Seal Mother. Ashley Ng, Sarah Pineda, and Justin Ebrahimi make up the engagement team. KQED execs are Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw, reminding you we're all on assignment. Don't be afraid to step into your potential. Right Now, which is a KQED production. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.